episode of the Failing Awesomely podcast, I'm switching things up a bit. If you've been listening lately, then you know I've spent the last six-ish weeks talking about my journey with breast cancer. I don't have a whole lot to update y'all, and if I'm being honest, I'm a little sick of talking about it, at least in depth. But it is and always will be a part of my life because it happened. And the one amazing thing that has become of my cancer diagnosis is my unbreakable relationship with God. I've been a Christian since I was a child, but my relationship has always I don't know, ebbed and flowed a bit. Let's just say our relationship didn't have deep roots like it does now. I wasn't always allowing Jesus to be the vine that I can produce fruit from. I definitely allowed myself too many times to get really comfortable with living life for what matters to the world. Way too comfortable. I don't want to get comfortable again. I don't want my life to move on from cancer and eventually start to move on from my strong relationship with my Savior. That said, I don't want a terminal illness to have to affect me or my family to stay close to God. I don't want to suffer endlessly. And that's not what God wants either. But the devil, he likes when we get comfortable. Some of us still think of the devil as like the big, scary, bad spirit, all in red with big horns and a train of fire following him. But Satan rarely shows his true self to us. Satan's lies can make us want what he wants. Sometimes it can be as simple as him whispering in our ear, You don't need to spend time with God tonight. You know the scriptures. Go downstairs, enjoy a glass of wine, and watch, I don't know, an episode of Friends. It's been a long day. You deserve it. Let me ask you, how many times have you put off your intentional time with God and instead did something as harmless as what I described? Satan doesn't always want to inflict harsh suffering like cancer. He just doesn't want us turning to God. Satan's okay with us being comfortable with what the world can give. And on the opposite side of that, he also wants us to fear what the world can give instead of believing in what God can do. I don't want to be too comfortable with the world that I let go of God, even a little bit. I want God's peace all the time. I want God's joy as often as possible. Do you? Another lie Satan likes to tell me anytime I've drifted a little from God is that somehow I need to earn back his love since I took the last month not intentionally growing in relationship with him. That somehow I've failed God. I think a huge misconception we have as humans is thinking that we have failed God. Some people turn away from their faith or the possibility of growing in their faith and becoming saved because they think they've failed God. You can't fail God. When you miss out on time with him, you're only failing yourself. But just like the exact reason I created this podcast, you can learn from times you've allowed yourself to get comfortable in our world turn to the Lord, and become your most awesome self. So one question I've asked myself over and over is, if I've already given myself to the Lord, why can I so easily continue to get comfortable in the flesh? Why does my worldly life seem to find its way back to my number one spot? 
It's because, like I said earlier, that's what the enemy is good at. Satan is so good at tricking us into thinking the things of this world, the things that we can see, are what needs our attention now. Over time, God becomes less and we become more. Now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't take care of our kids' needs because in doing so, it takes away our time from God. What God wants is for us to take him along with us in our day, to keep him close when we're working or talking to a friend, getting the millionth snack of the day for our three-year-olds while walking our dogs or going over the budget with our spouse. Keep God at the center. In hopes that I can stay strong in relationship with the Lord, I know I need a tool, an exercise, a practice, if you will. So I came up with a five-day challenge. I would love for y'all to try it with me. For those of you listening in the car or while working out, going for a walk, maybe you're out in the garden because it's been so nice out lately, everything will be in the show notes. So don't feel like you have to run in and write this stuff down. Everything will be in the show notes for you. If you don't know how to get to the show notes and you just want to re-listen, just make a mental note to look. It's um, The podcast is at about 7.30 is when... Um, You'll need to go back to listen to get to when the challenge starts. So seven minutes, 30 seconds. Day one. So in day one, I want you to think about and write down the times in your life you've been closest to God. Really take the day to think about it and be honest with yourself and with God. Have you been closest with him during hard times? Maybe you lost a job and started really leaning on the Lord to help you find another one. And it took some time, but man, God delivered. Or maybe you're a praiser. So when good things happen in your life, you get closer to God with thanksgiving for a period of time. Write down as many periods of time in your life that you can remember when you felt closest to God in relationship with him. Then on day two, think about and write down why you think with each period, you ended up letting your relationship with God go a little bit. Let's go back to example one. Once you started that new job, did you stay as connected to him? Maybe you tried to, but the new job kept you really busy and you really wanted to impress your new boss. And you had young kids at the time that needed a lot of attention when you were home. Or if you're a praiser, Did something bad happen to make you distance yourself from God? Maybe, you know, you were in a period where some good things were happening and then all of a sudden one bad thing started to make you drift away from him. Now that you've figured out when you've been closest in relationship to God and why you eventually grew apart from that close relationship, I want you on day three to take some time to write down the relationship you want to have with God. Take away all the reasons going through your head that make you think it's not possible. If you had an abundant amount of time to give and invest in your time with the Lord, what would that look like to you? Really go full out with this one and don't hold back. On day four, think about and write down the people you make the most time for in your life on a daily basis. Maybe it's your spouse your kids, your best friend, your parents, whoever it is, write their names down 
and beside each name, write down how often you communicate with them per day on average and what that relationship looks like. It's bound to have its ups and downs, but the amount of time put into these relationships you'll find creates this unbreakable bond that can weather the fiercest that can weather the fiercest of storms if you treat it right and put the effort into it that it deserves. Then on day five, the final day, take that day as best as you can to live out what you wrote down on day three. If it's really over the top, do the best you can to treat God like he's one of your most important people, the most important person. Take him through your day. Truly invite him in to the good, the bad, the ugly. Say, this is me, Lord. I'm a mess. (laughs) I'm inviting you into this mess. Stay close today. Let's talk and figure out this day together. One thing I do know, he is going to love it. At the end of the day, write down how you feel. Did making time for God hinder your work or motherhood? Did it derail dinner time? Did it stop your other relationships from getting attention? Or was it all okay? Did it feel really good maybe? Did you sense God's presence in the way you handled your child writing on the wall? In other words, did God influence your decisions, your demeanor, your attitude? I'm going to be doing this along with you starting Thursday, May 7th, 2020, so tomorrow, and we'll report back next week. I'd love, love, love to hear how this challenge was for you, so please email or DM me and let me know. Also, This challenge doesn't have a timeline, so if you're listening to this months from now in October 2020, let's say, or any time, the challenge is meant to help you and me anytime we need it. Remember, God's never left you. You haven't failed him. Maybe you've just been comfortable, and that's okay. God's love doesn't fade when we do, but he'll be so happy to have you back. I'm going to end in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to share a message that you want people to hear. That we haven't failed you. And that you love us no matter what we've done. No matter how long we've stayed away, you welcome us with open arms. I pray that anyone listening to this, you know, forget the challenge I just hope they run to you I hope they run to you full speed and never let go in Jesus name Amen